0: You're listening to the Odo Show Podcast, your source for real cleaning talk and tips. Presented by OdoBan, the original odor eliminator since 1980. Here are your hosts, Val and Dave. Welcome to a special edition of the Odo Show Podcast. I am Dave the Chemist. I am the Technical Director of Research and Development here at OdoBan. And we are coming with a special edition of this Odo Show podcast, a little deeper dive for all of our listeners on the podcast. Now, uh, speaking of listeners, I want to give a quick shout out to listener FG2, who left us a great review. We really love these reviews when we get them, guys. Uh, They said, great show, love all the cleaning tips. Show is very entertaining. Hey, we try. Uh, Valerie and Dave offer all sorts of factional information cleaning tips and fun stories. Love the bloopers too. Thanks, FG2. We're glad you're enjoying it. Uh, Again, we love getting these reviews from you guys. They really help us out in sort of spreading the word about our little show here uh, and let us know that you guys are enjoying what we do. So if you want to leave us a review, that would be fantastic. Now, FG2 talks about the bloopers. Um, We typically use this podcast uh, sort of split off from our YouTube channel, the videos we put over there, or our live shows, and uh, very often those shows have bloopers tacked on at the end, and they're pretty funny. So if you want to see some of those, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, You can always check all of our back episodes over there, Uh, and we put out little informational videos on how-tos around your house and cleaning. Now, this edition of the podcast is going to be a little bit deeper dive on one of the videos that's over there on Ban and the coronavirus. Now, this is what's on everyone's minds right now. SARS-CoV-2 the coronavirus. Now, I'm going to start with some disclaimers here. I am a chemist. I am not a virologist. I am not medically trained, and we are working off the best data as we understand it today. Now, that's one of the key things about this situation, guys, is This is always changing. You need to be keeping yourselves up to date by looking at the CDC website, which is coronavirus.gov, the World Health Organization site, which is coronavirus.com, and your local state or Department of Health websites. So the question on everybody's mind is, does Odoban kill the coronavirus? Okay, so guys, no disinfectants on the market today have actually been tested on the real SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID-19. So we can't answer that with a simple yes or no. And you have to understand this virus is really new. And if you're going to say that you can kill a virus, you have to prove it in lab testing by a third party lab. There are accepted procedures that are approved by the government. None of that exists yet. And it may be years before any of it exists. Now, what we do know is that the SARS-CoV-2 virus is an enveloped virus. That means it is in the easiest class of viruses to kill on surfaces. Now, we're going to come back to that a little later on in the podcast with a little deeper talk about virus morphology. Now, we've also begun lab testing our disinfectants against the previously known human coronavirus, uh, because of course this isn't the only the the current coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2 is not the only version of the coronavirus that we know about. Several of those were discovered before and could have been tested against, although they are not the same thing. That's why on some labels you will see human coronavirus. Uh, People have talked about it being a big conspiracy theory that they had claims before. It doesn't work that way, guys. That's not the case. Right now, if you go to the CDC website, it says what you want to be doing is cleaning and disinfecting frequently touched surfaces daily. And what they say about disinfectants there, and I'm going to quote here, is most common EPA-registered household disinfectants will work. And the World Health Organization says, if you think a surface may be infected, clean it with simple, with a simple disinfectant to kill the virus and protect yourself and others. Now the CDC also points out that while cleaning is important, uh, proper hand washing, respiratory hygiene, and distancing yourself is likely much more important. And that's because the main vector of transmission of this virus, how it moves uh, person to person is direct person to person contact. You know, people sneezing or coughing, all those little micro droplets that are formed in the air when people do that, if you inhale those, that's how that virus gets into your body. Currently, there are no documented cases, and now that's a key word to note there, documented, there are no documented cases of this virus being transmitted off a surface. So what that means is the real thing you have to watch out for is you should be cleaning, absolutely, but that person-to-person contact, being around other people, being around people who are sick, that is your main concern. Now, having talked about those different vectors, let's dive into some basic understanding of virus morphology and uh, talk about what that means in regard to these surfaces. So the first thing to talk about here is, of course, we've got SARS-CoV-2. That's the name of the virus, or at least it is right now. Uh, naming viruses is something that is a, a hot topic, and I've seen a couple other names suggested for this virus currently. But uh, SARS-CoV-2, which is short for the um, sars coronavirus number two, real original, uh, is the one that everyone's sort of gravitating towards. So the disease that SARS-CoV-2 causes is called COVID-19. So You hear both of these sometimes, you hear COVID-19, you hear SARS-CoV-2, one's a disease, one's a virus, they're all part of the problem right now. So viruses can basically be divided up into three different classes based on their morphology, on how the viruses are physically built. And uh, based on the class here, some of them are harder to kill than others on surfaces. We're gonna start at the bottom. These are the easiest to kill viruses. These are called the enveloped viruses, and that means you actually have a core of the virus that then has another layer of lipids around the outside, and it's that outside envelope that allows it to penetrate into our cells and start to replicate, causing a viral infection. Now, the enveloped viruses, are pretty easy to kill on surfaces. As a matter of fact, in the labs I've uh, heard that do testing on these, the the effectiveness testing I was talking about, one of the biggest problems they have is keeping enough of the viruses alive on the surface to actually test products. Now, you're talking uh, typical exposure times of anywhere from a few hours to a few days is all these viruses are gonna survive on surfaces under the best conditions. Right now, sort of what I'm hearing from from the the sources that know on the SARS-CoV-2 virus is a maximum life of about 96 hours on a surface under worst condition scenarios. And I'm talking a really dirty surface, like smeared glass that's got all kind of funk on it, and then the virus gets on it. Um, Viruses like this also don't survive real well outdoors. Heat, light air, fresh air, all of these things tend to be have a negative impact on their survival. Uh, As a matter of fact, in the Spanish flu outbreak back in 1916 and 1918, one of the things that hospitals started doing was moving patients outdoors if the weather was nice and treating them outdoors. And they saw some success on helping control the virus that way. So it's something to keep in mind. Now, if we move up the chain, then we're talking about uh, first off large non-enveloped viruses is the next higher class. Those are harder to kill than this than the enveloped viruses. And then at the top is the small non-enveloped viruses. Now those are designed; they don't have that outer lipid layer, so the actual virus itself is much tougher to kill on the surface. Now I'll say again; let me reiterate. The SARS CoV 2 virus is in that easiest to kill category. It's an enveloped virus, like the other human coronaviruses, and similar in nature to the influenza A type virus. They're not the same thing. It's not the same sickness. Don't let people tell you they are, but some of the morphology is similar. Now, let's talk about what that means for surfaces. That means cleaning those surfaces. Is important and becomes more important, perhaps, if you are in higher risk categories for this virus. But it also means, because of the short lifespan, because of the adverse, because of conditions affecting them adversely, that that direct person-to-person contact is really your biggest risk factor. So, what the CDC recommends on cleaning, like I said earlier, they want you to be cleaning high-touch surfaces on a daily basis, and they want you to clean and then disinfect. Now, that's a two-step process. We've talked about this before in some of our videos. Cleaning just removes visible soil from the surface, and it's typically, you know, spray the surface down, scrub it with a rag, and make it look clean. That's real simple. Disinfecting, then, is a second step beyond that. So, you want to clean a surface so that it looks clean, and then you want to spray it down with an appropriate disinfectant. And wait. Now, the wait here is key. Wet standing time or wet contact time is absolutely key to get your disinfectant to kill those viruses or bacteria or fungus, if that's what you're after, depending, let's say, other situations when we're not all terrified of coronavirus again. So those hold times, those wet contact times are on the back of your bottle. No matter whose product you're using, if it's an EPA registered disinfectant, and let's be honest, right now, you shouldn't be using anything that is not EPA registered because if it's EPA registered, that means it's been tested, that means it's been shown to be effective. And that means it will also have somewhere on that bottle on the front, an EPA registration number and a list of the active ingredients. Folks, if it doesn't have an EPA registration number on it, it's never been tested and you should probably avoid it right now. Personal opinion on that one. So you want to disinfect any of your EPA registered products will have a wet contact time listed on the back of the bottle. This is a minimum time that the surface needs to stay wet to get that kill claim. So if you spray down your doorknob, and the disinfectant you're using says it has a 10-minute contact time, you need to spray it down heavily enough that it stays wet for 10 minutes. That's key. A lot of people don't do that. So, again, two-step process, clean and then disinfect. And the CD says, and again, I'm quoting here off their website, cleaning of visibly dirty surfaces followed by disinfection is a best practice measure for prevention of COVID-19 and other viral respiratory illnesses in households and community settings. Now, certainly, your level of attention to this cleaning and disinfection is going to greatly increase if you are in one of the populations that's at risk for this, the elderly, the immunocompromised, people that already have health issues. So certainly, your level of care is going to continue to increase Uh, Depending on what risk factors you have, if you are in one of the at-risk populations for COVID-19, the elderly people with pre-existing health conditions, uh, people that are maybe immunocompromised or have lung issues, you really wanna do a higher level of cleaning and disinfecting uh, than the average person maybe needs to. And I recommend you dig into the CDC website. There are a lot of great recommendations about the steps you need to be taking to stay safe on there. Now, one thing I will point out, and this is something that hasn't been talked about a lot because it's a little on the squeamish side, but hey, we make cleaning products for a living. We've got, no, we've got no ghosts in our closets around here. Cleaning bathrooms is going to be really important through this process, guys. You know, I said surfaces probably aren't as big a risk as person to person. Bathrooms are going to be one exception to that rule. And that is because we've seen with the other coronaviruses in the past that fecal transmission is a real possibility. Now, fecal transmission, for those of you that want to talk plainly like I'm going to here, is the fact that that virus leaves your body in your poop. (laughs) When you poop, the virus is there. And so all those bathroom surfaces, if there's a possibility of there being any sort of fecal matter on them, are a real risk for transmission. So that's things like cleaning your toilet on a regular basis, cleaning the faucets in your uh, in your bathroom on a regular basis, the countertops, and change out your hand towels where you dry your hands very frequently. All of these things are going to be something you really need to pay attention to, particularly if you are in a household with someone that has contracted COVID-19. Now, this is a tough time for everybody, and uh, everybody has been asking us. I'm sure everybody's gotten emails from, from every company they've ever done business with. This is what we're doing for the coronavirus, and here's how we were responding. Well, we're not going to send you an email because you probably got better things to do right now. But I know people are interested in, in what we're doing here at Otaban uh, in response to this. So first, I'll say we are running wide open. I mean, we typically only run one production sh- shift here at our company, uh, first shift, eight hours a day, five days a week. And that's partly because we try to gear our process to give our people enough time to have a family life. You know, it's it's, it's really nice if you're going to work for a living when you've got time to spend with your family. We try to do that. We're a family first company. But right now, we are running 10 and 12 hour days. We are running seven days a week. Our production crew is really kicking it out there. All of our production crew, the people in shipping that are getting these trucks out to you, the folks in our small pack department that are sending the ones and twos out to get ordered on websites, these guys are rock stars right now. They are putting in the hours so that our stuff can get out to you guys and get on the shelves. All of us in admin here uh, that can work from home are doing that, but we're an on site company. You know, we're here to, to get the product out the door, and that it requires us to be here more than perhaps some of your other companies. Now, we're definitely considered a critical industry since we're making disinfectants, and, and that's something the country needs badly right now. So our intentions is to uh, our intention is to keep running as long and as hard as we can. Uh, we've had other people ask us, "How are your raw materials doing?" Because you know we actually don't make the, the the raw material chemicals here. We buy the chemicals and blend them by our formulas to make our products. And so far, we've been able to get all our raw materials. We're working hand in hand with our vendors. We've had to go down some unusual roads. We've had to to do some some sourcing we typically wouldn't do, but so far we've been able to keep the uh, the filling lines running out there and our vendors are working real hard to help us with that. Um, You know, our prices are actually going up that we're paying for the stuff we get to make Odoban. But right now, profit's not really the main point, is it? It's putting disinfectants out there in the hands of our customers. So we're going to keep going as long as we can. Um, And right now, we don't see any future of shutting down here. The the mill's going to be turning here, guys. And we're going to be working hard to try to keep you guys supplied. Now, I've uh, about run all of the time I'm going to run here. I think you guys may be tired of just hearing me yammer away. But if you have questions about the situation, please reach out to us on social media. Our people are watching those, those channels and trying to respond to your questions to make sure that you've got the information you need. Again, I encourage you to look at the CDC website, the World Health Organization website, uh, and stay tuned to those sources of verified information that are updated regularly. Now, I'm just going to summarize here one more time. Uh, people, stay away from them. Hands, wash them frequently. Face, don't touch it. And surfaces, clean and then disinfect. Two-step product uh, process there. Two-step process. So from our Odoban family to yours in these tough times, Guys, stay safe, do what you need to to protect your family, and we can all get through this together. Thanks for listening to The Odo Show, presented by Odo Band. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Until next time, make life fresh.